Hey there, cannabis community. Parker Curtis here, and I'll be hosting the Grow Weed at Home podcast, brought to you by Homegrown Cannabis Co. But before we get started, I have some exciting news for you all. Introducing Candy Glue, the cultivar that's generating a lot of buzz. With its sweet candy-like aroma and sticky glue-like resin, Candy Glue is the perfect addition to any cannabis enthusiast collection. And here's an exclusive offer just for you. Use code CANDY420 when placing your seed order at homegrowncannabiscode.com. That's C-A-N-D-Y 420. And receive a free four-pack of candy glue. That's right, a free four-pack of candy glue with any other seed purchase. Don't miss out on the sweet deal. Add candy glue to your collection today. Happy growing. All right, so welcome back to another episode of our Homegrown Cannabis Co. podcast. Today I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Kyle Cushman. So uh, we got a list of things we got to talk about. I know you have a few different things going on in the garden right now. Um, one of the things that you've had some videos on is your famed Vega Matrix. You said that is no more. Yeah, you know, uh, I took a big six-month break from growing um, after closing down Vega Matrix after a good 10, 11-year run. Um, just couldn't keep up with the com- competition and... R&D and manufacturing out of the country and all this shit. So, yeah, so I started up again and I brought home all my legacy genetics um, to start up a breeding project. And uh, so I had to pick out a new nutrient. So I decided I kind of wanted to do like a proof in the pudding concept. and I didn't want everybody just running out and buying it. So I kind of wanted to prove to myself that this was the nutrient that I'm going to use for the next 10, 20 years. So that's what I'm doing. And uh, then I came up with the idea. I decided to make it into a contest. So I made it into this lunch with Cushman contest. Yeah, I, you know, I was up in that area and I gave you a call. I was uh, planning to grab lunch with you and check out some of those new strains you got going, but it didn't happen. Oh, you're trying to take credit for my idea? No, no, I, uh, <laughs> it was uh, just funny how it worked out. I was uh, all the way up in your neck of the woods. I figured I'd give you a call. Yeah. So, so actually last night I, I released a video telling people that I wanted to uh, do a lunch with Cushman content to give away my legacy genetics. Everybody wants cuts of the strawberry cough and the strawberry cough. And so, so that's what I'm doing. Cause I have the opportunity to give it away. I've been giving it away for 25, 30 years and uh, so I've already had three people guess the right combination. I'm not going to say what it is. Um, and yeah, and the video is, I, I'm taking some shit on the video because like, the plants were all chopped up and it was 30 minutes before the lights went out. So they were all droopy and stuff. And, you know, the, the leaves weren't absolutely perfect on the mamas. And I, I don't want to make any excuses I think they're growing great. I mean, they've they've gone from two and a half feet tall to five feet tall in a month. They haven't dropped a leaf. There's no yellow necrosis. I'm growing 30-year-old strains, people. These strains are three decades old. Have you guys ever grown a three-decade-old strain that was happy on the ocean outside, and then you bring it home and put it in a tent under LEDs, and it's not going to be a little finicky? So, And the clones are doing great, so I already know the timing. It's June 7th. So I guess I should be revealing this for everybody else. If you go to my Instagram and watch my latest video, you can comment in the comments. You think you know what nutrient and what soil. And if you can be in Sherman Oaks for lunch on June 7th, then you'll have a chance to have lunch with Cushman 
and pick one or two of my cultivars, depending on how many people actually show up, from the strawberry cough, the strawberry cough, the grape ape, and the cherry lopez. Well, every time you come down here, you're always smoking that strawberry cough, and that's uh, it's a good working strain. I'd like to get a cut of that myself. <laughs> we'll set one aside for you, Parker. You know that. I told you. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, it's. Uh, we just did a video yesterday. I took some, a uh, couple of cuttings from a friend. I mothered one out, and lo and behold, it had spider mites on it. So Ugh. it's. Uh, yeah, we we had made a video, and it's. You, you know, you don't want to show problems. It, it doesn't make you feel good. It's growing weeds, kind of like cooking for somebody. You know, when somebody doesn't like something that you cook, it. You take it personally. Same thing with a grow or something. You know, it's like they're your, they're like your kids, your pets, your babies. You take care of them, and it's um, it, it's hard to separate. Um, you know, it's hard to share problems when you're on social media and posting things because nothing. I mean, you know, it doesn't always go perfectly. That's the real trick, though. You know, it's kind of it's kind of everybody thinks on Instagram that you you show only your best. And that's actually true. I mean, I do my hair and I shave and, you know, but, but, um, you know, this garden project is what I'm trying to show is that, you know, I'm a home grower like everybody else and I don't have 24 hours a day to play. And I'm trying to show that, you know, it's, it's not always perfect. Um, it's a new nutrient with legacy strains you know, that were raised outdoor and, and it's going to be a little, and you know what? I brought thrips home too from the farm, but I got rid of those, you know, a little oil plant oil therapy, you know, every day for five days and then every other day for a week and now once a week and everything's all good. Um, so, you know, I'm just, uh, I have enough experience to know that it's all going to come out really well in the end. If I put in the time, and I think that uh, showing my uh, fallibilities is just, you know, it's just genuine. And I have no problem with taking a little bit of heat. I just think of it like everybody's just, they're worried about me. They're like, hey, Kyle, things don't, are you okay, man? Things, you're going to be, I hope things are going to be okay. So I just take it like that. And, you know, there's plenty of love out there. Well. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're still coming from a good place. You know, they reach out and uh, tell you how bad your plants are looking. But, you know, um, it's, yeah, they, they just want to help out. And I mean, they're watching your videos, they're leaving comments. So that's a win. You know, the, the clones, clones are a good indicator of if you have healthy plants, you can't take get clones off of unhealthy plants. I took a tray yesterday from some really finicky strains. My cherry Lopez is 50% variegated all throughout veg. So it's only got 50% yellow leaves and 50% green leaves. And it's, they're straight up. They didn't even keel over after cutting. And the strawberries are great. The starberries are also pretty hard to clone and they're great. So if the clones are doing good and they didn't keel over after 24 hours, I know that the life force is good in there. If there's a little scalloping on some of the, the edges of the leaf, um, you know, so we'll just see. I'm going to get 90% of my clones again, as I always do. And uh, I'm going to wait a couple of days till they recover and take some really good shots. And you know what else the thing is, too? It's these stupid electronic cameras. When you go inside the tent, they don't know how to white balance perfectly. So I'm going to fix that, too. It's okay. Everybody's going to be happy. 
you're still rocking the soil with the big pots and um i mean is that the same grow tent that you had up there as last time yeah man i love this 10 by 10 in fact so what i plan on doing is i'm going to hang a curtain in the middle and turn it into two five by fives and i'm going to once those uh seedlings grow up a little bit i'm going to flower them and i'm going to do a full-out breeding program with the subcool danks chernobyl i got some old chernobyl seeds to pop got four out of five of those and then I've got the uh, the Dank Brothers that I'm bringing back. You were supposed to ask me these things. It's okay. The Dank Brothers are coming back, and I'm going to be crossing a mystery cultivar into the Strelka and the Lyca and the Doggone Sour and the Chernobyl and all of my legacy strains. And I'm going to find a couple of golden new golden tickets in there and uh, release them exclusively on Homegrown. Yeah, well, we went out there to go visit Victoria. Hold on, I'm getting a little feedback. Uh, uh, yeah, we went out there to go visit Will and Victoria, and, and uh, you know, they've got a lot of those old subcool strains that they're bringing back. So are those seed stock that uh, that got passed back from you, or those old subcool uh, seeds? Yeah, so the subcool, the, the actual Chernobyl seeds that came to me came to me from Elaine, uh, a wonderful lady that has uh, made her mark in the community, um, for being really super strong and uh, passing around a lot of sub seeds. And she was one of the weed nerds that she just passed recently. And she gave me those old Chernobyl seeds. And uh, the Dank Brother seeds, of course, are seeds that Sub gave me before he passed when we did that collaboration with uh, Badger's Dank. He, he created the seeds for us uh, from the Starberry and the, uh, the Space Queen. And... Uh, the star, I'm sorry, the star dog and the space queen. And um, so that's going to be really exciting because I'm going to get to do a little, you know, in memoriam for both Subcool and Elaine. And it makes me feel really good. And these are these are not over hybridized strains. They're really, they're still got a unique high to them. Yeah, I, I purchased, I think about three or four packs of Subcool seeds. Um, I mean, that was probably 13 years ago by now and i just hang i just held on to them because uh you know waiting for that perfect setup and uh when i talked to victoria that you know with with subcool uh, she i handed her off some seeds that she took back to will and they're gonna start popping some of them we, i set off vortex third dimension space jill and plushberry so i'd like to get some of those in the mix because I hear some of those they lost in a in a fire. So that's the nice thing about banking seeds and sharing. You know, you you never know when those genetics are going to be lost to you. And if you've given them out, they make make their way back to you one day. You'll be part of the legacy now, you know. (laughs) And the one thing the one thing that I wish that I had mentioned all these years that I've proliferated the strawberry cough and somehow ended up with half the world thinking that I created it mostly thanks to Jason King for publishing it in the, the Canon Bible, but, but um, is that every time I gave it away, I wish that I had made people promise that they would continue to give it away because to this day, I know that there's thousands of people out there out there that I've given it to, and there still must be hundreds that have it. And in fact, I got it back just a few years ago. I've gotten it back four or five times over the years from people that I gave it to personally. And, um, 
that's what I'm hoping is that when I have this lunch with Cushman and I share all my legacy genetics that they just continue to share them, you know? Yeah. So you have, uh, what are the strains that are involved in this giveaway? You said sour dog or strawberry kush. Oh, it's star dog. So star dog is, um, is uh, a cross. Goddamn, I, I, I'm, I'm just. Spa- it's a subcool cross of um, one is Space Queen and the other is um, darn. I, I should just look it up here on my phone. You should do that really quick. Look up um, Star Dog, S T A R D A W G, and that's um, something that uh, Subcool did before he passed. I passed him my all. My, I gave him all my genetics. And he did crosses with the strawberry and the starberry and the star dog. And, um, and he came up with, uh, uh, doggone sour and strelka. And so I have both of those going along with an old pack of his Chernobyl, which is also known as the golden ticket. And, um, and then all of my legacy genetics, the grape ape, the strawberry cough, the starberry cough, and the cherry Lopez are in there. And what I'm going to do is I'm only going to choose one pollen. So I'm going to be able to pollinate the whole room without worrying about any cross-contamination. So that's where the mystery cultivar comes in. And um, I just... So you already have the males like, uh, identified? No. On, on the tray that you see of seedlings are... It's about 25 or 30 of the mystery cultivar and then between five and 10 of each of the, uh, the Dank and the Dank Brothers strains. And so I'm raising those together. And then when they get to a, a, a stage to where I can clone them and flower them, I'm going to take a numbered top off of each one, keep those alive in veg, and then I'm going to flower out all the others. Of course, I'm only going to pick one or two males and kill all the others. So it's a true selective breeding program. I'm going to choose the male and then I'm going to breed into all the strongest females, flower and smoke them, decide which has the taste profile and the potency profile that I like, and then go back to those numbered clones, which have all been pollinated, repollinate them with a mother and then send those seeds down to Oklahoma for, um, for production for homegrown. Nice. Well, uh, even a little project like that, a 10 by 10 grow tent fills up quick. Huh? <laughs> Candy glue, a sativa dominant hybrid is a sweet and tasty cultivar with heavy resin production and a potent high. It's a cross between Cinderella 99 and Gorilla Glue number four, which delivers a complex aroma and flavor profile of earth and pine with notes of sweetness and a candy like aftertaste. Its uplifting effects may increase focus, productivity, creativity, while keeping energy levels up. If you're looking to try this exceptional strain, use discount code CANDY420 and get a free four-pack of candy glue with any other seed order at homegrowncannabisco.com. Take advantage of this offer and grow your own sweet and creative stash today. You know, I, I've really bitten off a lot here, but I've got it. I, as long as I keep the numbers low and, you know, you know, some breeding projects have thousands of plants, tens of thousands of plants, hundreds of thousands of plants, but you know, it doesn't matter how many plants you have, it still comes down to breeder intuition. 
because you have to have an interaction with those plants and you have to choose it with your hands, whether it's by smell, whether it's by tissue culture lab, whether it's by a, uh, a refractometer. What I'm getting at is the strawberry was made from 10 plants out of a tent in Mendocino. The strawberry cough was a, was a first time accidental cross by somebody in Vermont. Um, my cherry Lopez was a first time cross. Um, so, um, you know, as long as I give myself uh, some variation, which is a handful or 10, and hopefully I get lucky. And then if it doesn't happen on the first cross and I don't find that super, super winner, oh, it'll go into round two. But we'll see what happens. Well, we should coordinate something and get out there to um, the breeding facility in Oklahoma. When yeah, you, let's uh, go out there together, training. the three of us, man. Yeah, I'd like that. They they got a really cool setup. Um, it, it essentially looks like how I want my grow room to be, but they have 18 separate rooms that they've sealed off for these breeding projects. So when you look at uh, all the, uh, the crosses that they're able to produce in this relatively small space it's pretty impressive no this is a big project for homegrown and uh and when i go to oklahoma i want to go with a posse man you know this new york jew's not going to oklahoma by himself <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of a culture shock I, I mean we were it looked like where they filmed the blair witch project you drive like <laughs> two hours out in the middle myself. of nowhere <laughs> I don't want to meet Officer Bubba. I, I, I've had a nightmare for like 35 years. I go meet some Officer Bubba Smith down in some southern county and I pull out my driver's license. They're like, hmm, we got ourselves a New York Jew here. <laughs> well, we, we rented a car and I, I was hoping that the rental car would have Oklahoma plates, but it did not. So, you know, you're driving around. Cali. Out you get, out I'll, of I'll go there and rent a car and I'll get a Cali plate. You watch. <laughs> yeah good luck <laughs> Cali played with uh, a New York driver's license hmm. that double piss him off we uh we went up to uh, <laughs> where was it we went up to Oregon and we had California plates and people were driving by and just shaking their head they're like <laughs> these damn Californians so um, what else you got yeah <clears throat> man, it's so chilly out here had... it's only like it's in the 50s today in California Burr. Can't even show off my uh, cut shirt. It was uh it was a great day to go transplanting in the greenhouse yesterday. I think it was only like 68 or 70 degrees. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking on right now anyway? I'm smoking on some strawberry cough, some veganic strawberry cough. You know what's funny is a lot of people are guessing what nutrient and they're guessing Vega Matrix. They're so loyal. I, I, they think that they so think loud. that I'm that I'm saying I chose a new nutrient, but I really didn't. So, as far as that contest is concerned, do you have any other hints? I know I've been trying to guess what it is, and so you got the the nutrients in the soil, but with the nutrients, um, uh, it's not Vega Matrix. But what about this nutrient so, uh, kind of? That's a great. I'm glad you. So. With Vega Matrix, the thing that made it so clean and why I was so determined to try to bring it to market and used it for exclusively for 12 years, 10 years on the market, two years in R&D, is because it was super low in heavy metals. And that made the smokeability. That's where the smokeability came from. It was so low that when we first had it tested, 
um, it came back zero and the lab called and they said, we've never had this before. And I'm like, well, what do you, there's no such thing as zero. They're like, you're right, Kyle. We had to recalibrate our machines from parts per million to parts per billion. And so it came in at two to 600 parts per billion of heavy metals, arsenic, cadmium, mercury, and lead. And that's the stuff that you don't want to smoke and inhale. And uh, uh, so this new nutrient is not only organic and it's not low salt or low heavy metals, it's no salt and no heavy metals and it's organic. So that's, that's, yeah. that's the hint I'm going to give you. And with today's day, you can probably Google those th three things and it probably comes right up. So I probably just gave it all away. The soil, the soil I'm just going to say should be pretty obvious to anybody that's been following me for a long time. Um, Okay. Yeah. So the growing media. And now how's, um, how's getting used to the new nutrient line? I know it takes a bit of, it's a bit of a learning curve to get used to a new nutrient line. So is it uh, hard to work with? Is it, I mean, how do you, you know, you like um, implementing it? I'm really loving it because the NPK, they've got a couple of different NPK ratios for grow, a couple of different for bloom and then a transition for each. And so you can kind of do a full strength or a half strength and stack them on top of each other to get just the NPK you want. It's, and that's why the, I, there's not a single leaf that's dropped or any mottling really. It's just the, uh, the minerals that I'm getting right. And uh, that has a lot to do with the growing media and the calcium magnesium levels and the light levels of uh, the LEDs because uh, LEDs uh require a very specific level of calcium and magnesium to be happy and um so but they're all like i said they're all doing great they've they've gone from two and a half to five feet tall I've, i'm growing seedlings clones teens in the three and a half gallons and mamas in 25 gallons and they're all doing really good um i just got to get the calcium magnesium level right in relation to the 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 light uh bright the the brightness i'm sorry <laughs> the uh the intensity the light intensity so when you're in a tent and you're controlling you, know, you can control everything which is great um i got a little excited and i actually had the lights up to a hundred percent within the first week thinking oh you know i'm kyle cushman they're gonna love me <laughs> i get a little humorous sometimes i'm very confident and so now I got the lights all, I went down to 85% and now they're down to 65%. And that's why I was able to take the clones because after a week at 65%, it was the light amount, right amount of lumens for the VPD I'm running. And, and yeah, I just had to get everything right. I didn't, I didn't hook up CO2 for two weeks thinking I could just leave the tent cracked. And so now we got things rocking and, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I need to add CO2. I mean, because the the LEDs are a whole different animal with that intensity that you get off of that. You need to be running CO2 for the plants to keep up with that to uh, metabolize all that light that they're getting. You can't you can't run a tent or an indoor grow that is any sort of high yield, high rate of photosynthesis without augmenting the environment yeah you have you, well, yeah those are if, i gotta do if AC, you just put it, if you just put it under 400s you know you're only using like 400 watts kind of like a bright window you can get away with ambient co2 
and the ambient humidity and things like that. But as soon as you bump it up to 800, 1,000 watts, and you're asking me to do two times the photosynthesis that it would do in a bright window, if you don't maximize those things, it will bring out the smallest deficiencies in your plants. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that's that's next on my list this season. So CO2, AC dehumidifier. I'm actually going to hold off flowering in the room this summer. I'm just going to use that space to veg and then throw sets out into the greenhouse uh, because I don't... I'll probably flower again once it starts to cool off a bit. But yeah, it's just too hot and I don't have those key pieces of equipment to go online and buy yourself a reconditioned uh, two, hopefully like 50 pound CO2 cylinders. Don't use a burner. Um, Just get see and then replace it every couple of weeks. You'll get two weeks out of a 50 pound cylinder in a room like that. Just throw it in your truck, go back to air gas, replace it for 49 bucks, you know, that's the easiest with a regulator. It's the, easiest, it's the cheapest way to do it is what I'm saying. And then when it comes to climate control, make sure that you have enough appliances and controllers that you can get day and night set points for everything. You want to be able to tell your humidifier, dehumidifier, air conditioner, heater if you need it, exactly where to be both day and night, Right. Yeah, we, we scavenged a warehouse setup. So I got Trollmaster, a dehumidifier. Um, I need a couple little missing cables to get it all up and going. But uh, search it online. Seriously, Google yeah. online. Go to and like search shopping and see if you can find it like on eBay or Etsy or one of those things. Yeah, because I mean, you start getting all this equipment in the mix, all these electronics and brains and timers. There's a lot of moving parts to uh, make the plants happy. You know what? I have I I get frustrated really easy nowadays. My you know I I used to be able to sit and just figure things out for hours and such. Um, my tip is, once you get it set up and get it running, it's not as hard as you think it is. These things are all really pretty plug and play, and they're pretty well tested for non-technological people. You just got to get it yeah. set up. You got to get it in the app on you. Almost everything runs on an app on your phone, you know, and then, you know, you're in bed at night and you don't have to crack the tent and check to see what the temperatures are. You just pull out your phone you go, Oh, check that out. We got perfect parameters. I can go to sleep now. I mean, it is. I have a couple of little thermometers that are hooked up to my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I locked all my dogs outside. They're always causing, causing problems. Come here. Come here. Come here. Jump up. Come here. Come here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this oh, guy. Ziggy. Look at this guy. Look, look over here. Look at this guy. Yeah. Oh, he's a good boy. You know what? The housekeepers, they're, they're clean in the house today. And he has, he's notoriously really mean to delivery people and the housekeepers because they've used the vacuum. He doesn't like the vacuum. But he had a lesson today. He, 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 he kissed everybody. He's being really good, right, Ziggy? Yes. Nice. Well, uh, it's, maybe I'll bring my little dachshund up when I come to hang out. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Ziggy's only well, two. Um, he's, he's still learning. All right. That's a. Uh, my guy's going to turn two in, in August here. Well, um, I'm looking forward to having you on more podcasts as well. I know you're busy with some of these projects and stuff. So um, 
we had talked about growing questions for some of these more complicated issues and stuff. And I know everybody has their two cents and there's a lot of people. I mean, I still feel like I'm uh, learning at this point too. So there's some more in-depth, complicated growing questions that uh, if anybody wants to reach out and ask Kyle and he wants to stump them, uh, we'd be happy to get back to them and answer that on our next round. Oh, go for it, man. I like to learn. You know, that's the funny thing is, is I still answer questions on my phone. I'm a pretty visible guy on a daily. I even get phone calls occasionally just from people who've got my business card over the years. And, you know, a lot of times I got to look things up and research it for the first time and and call them back or send them a text back. You know, I love uh, as long as I take care of the cannabis community, the cannabis community will continue to take care of me. Yeah, we're all growing together, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, that's right. It's not It's not a corny pun, you know, and it's also, you know, it is a euphemism for a lifestyle, and that's what this community is. We're, we're all a lifestyle, and we should try to support each other um, as much as we can and uh, not backbite and all that stuff. But, you know, it takes all kinds of people to make a world. Not everybody can be nice. Yeah. And, you know, there's all types of personalities in this business, too. So, you um, you know, every everybody has their two cents to add and some do it nicer than others. But on a whole, I, I this is an interesting line of work. You know, I, I've worked in the medical field for many years and this is a whole other world, but a lot of good people. Yeah, no, I have said for, this is the, the look, man, every 98, 99% of all the purposeful people I've met in my entire life, including my wife and you guys and homegrown, I've met because of cannabis. Um, my wife, I met because she signed up for an Oaksterdam class in Detroit. My first out of state tutorial thing I ever did. And I ended up meeting my wife. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little uh, drippy nose. It's actually cold out here. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, man, just, uh, that's why I'm always willing to do the podcasts and, you know, get on a plane and go speak in Oklahoma or wherever, because, uh, yeah. uh the more people that smoke weed, the happier the people on this planet will be. Well, you, you dropped some good hints for this little lunch with Cushman contest. So hopefully we'll meet some more good people involved that want to get lunch and smoke a bowl. Huh? Yeah, please. Uh, anybody watching, you got until June seventh. Uh, uh, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it open for another uh, four or five days. But go check out my feed on Kyle Cushman 420. And if you want to have, if you can be in the Sherman Oaks area, which is in Los Angeles, um, then enter the contest. Right on. Well, uh, yeah, check out those hints. Put your guesses in, and uh, let's go have lunch. <laughs> yeah who knows who may drop in yeah yeah you said you had uh, some people willing to fly in too we'll see how that goes right you know i just uh like again it's just uh you know it's all cool if if they're local if they come in what what i'm going to do is I'm, i'm picking six winners and i'll have a tray there and if six people show up i'll distribute them among the six if four people show up i'll distribute them among four and so on 
Nice. Well, I'm excited to see how this project goes and we'll touch base in a couple of weeks (laughs) and uh, see how it's going. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, nice chatting with you and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you, G. You'll be good. All right. All right. See you, Kyle. Bye. I wanted to remind you about our exclusive offer where you can receive a free four pack of Candy Glue Feminized Cannabis Seed with any seed order at homegrowncannabisco.com where you can use Candy420 at checkout. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to grow your own potent and flavorful candy glue strain. We hope you have a fantastic day and happy growing.